podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Friday forecast with the LFC Day Trippers. I am Gavin. With me, I have this evening. I have Gar. I have the host of Canage and um, the ultra ultra professional Grizz Can, and I have Joe Wayman from All Leeds TV. He's a regular on a Friday night. The viewers insist on it, and um, we insist on it too. So, luckily enough, Joe says yes to us on a Friday, or we'd upset a lot of people. Um, lads, coming up this tonight. Most people know how it works by now. Um, we preview the weekend's Premier League games. Of course, two games have already happened. Brighton nil, Burnley nil, and Southampton had a good win 2-0 against Newcastle at St. Mary's. So we have eight games to look at. We're going to pick out three to look at in detail, and the other five we're going to just give you some predictions on. And of course, the lads have to pick three anytime goal scorers over the weekend. Um, it's an interesting weekend of fixtures for different reasons, but I'm going to start with Everton against Manchester United. You know, Everton had a brilliant start to the season. Um, I think they had four wins in a row. Um, then they drew with us and then they've lost their t- the last two. Of course, United is all over the shop. Um, talks about Ali Gunnar Solskjaer, players he's picking, players he's not picking, stuff like that. It's all going on at Old Trafford at the moment, which he usually has done for the past, I don't know, since Ferguson left in about seven years ago. Um, Gar, I'm going to come to you first because Everton had a really good start to the season and, you know, I was really, I was impressed with the signings they made. I'm going to be honest with you. In, in Alan, James Rodriguez, um, Dick Horry from, from Wofford and of course, uh, Ben Godfrey brought in from Norwich as well as a centre half. But I was always worried about if they're missing a couple of players, who have they got in reserve? And I think it's shown over the last couple of games that they struggle a bit. Ancelotti's changed a couple of formations to try fit different players in and trying to eke out results, but, where do you see them now, Gar? Because you know they're still they're still in the top four. They're, they'll 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 start getting players back now. Um, any day now they'll they'll start getting players back. Where do you see Everton? Because I think this is a huge game for them this weekend. Yeah, really, really big. And obviously, the, I suppose all the build up has been about uh, Ollie's job and you know, uh, Pochettino's hair on Monday night, which is absolutely gorgeous, by the way. Um, but seriously, getting back to it, um, all this. You know, as you've just touched on, Everton have been, they missed a bit of creativity when James was out injured. We, we, we could see that straight away. Uh, Carver Leon has, has been excellent, uh, to be fair. Um, he's, he's been doing things in around the box rather than running around like a, like a Shane Long type of centre forward, just running all over the shop. He's really improved his game. Um, but I think with James back tomorrow, as far as I know, so I, I see, you know, it's, it's a bit more of a staring test for, for United. Judging the United lads, I think Ollie tends to get a game, get a result when he really, really needs one. 
um, when there's been a little link to his job going. I just have a feeling they might sneak on this weekend. Um, you know, they might be fired up for it. Um, you've got all the, his ex-buddies coming out in, in huge support of him. Uh, soon as today, I, I read is now blaming the players, not the manager, um, which is ridiculous really because uh, as, as a coach, you can see clearly um, there's no structure to them. Uh, the other night was, was a big telltale in their defensive play. It was awful to watch. Uh, but I've just a feeling they... This is the one where where he gets a result, Gav, just to save his skin. He he might do. Um, he, he might, and you're right. He does seem to get a result, and it hangs him on for another month, and then the back end of the month goes poorly, and then it's oh, is he going? And then they get another result, and and it has happened like that. Grizz, you know, Mauricio Pochettino turns up on Monday night football, and when you turn up on Monday night football, you're looking for a job. It's as simple as that. Um, <laughs> It is. It's as simple as that. You turn up on Monday Night Football after being out of work for so long. You're looking for a job or you're putting yourself out there, you know, and you're letting people know yeah. I'm back. You know, Mauricio Pochettino has kept a very low profile, Chris, since he's left sports. I don't know whether they were still paying him and there was a certain amount of months he couldn't take a job. There could have been something in a contract mm. there. But, you know, when you look at, when you look at, uh, when you look at what he's, he's, he's there on Monday Night and you just give him, there's more to him just giving analysis, you know, he's, it's the appearance. But then you look at PSG and you think, are they going to just cut the legs out under Tuchel now and go for Pochettino? It seems to be between both of them. But these clubs, Grizz, do they not interest you? Because, you know, we've seen United go with a quick fix in Mourinho. It didn't work. They, they, they're trying to do this project team with Solskjaer. It doesn't look like it's working. Pochettino could be somewhere in between. Whereas you look at Everton, who tried project, 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 hasn't worked, and gone now with quick fix, and it looks like they might work. But, they're not similar in the way they've done things, but they, it's kind of, they're kind of following each other, if you know what I mean, Grizz. And one looks like it's starting to materialise for everything, and United are just going around in circles, just going around in circles, you know, day after day, month after month. It's ridiculous at this stage. Yeah, I mean, look, if if you if you ask most of the, the, the Man United fan base, would they like Ancelotti in charge of them? Oh my God, <laughs> they'd bite your hand off, you know. Mm. For Ancelotti, you know, Ancelotti is the best thing going for Everton, um, I'm afraid. It is. It's literally the best thing. Because of Ancelotti, they've got all those players and otherwise, you know I mean? You know, you're looking at Iwobi's going to Everton otherwise. Do you know what I mean? So, look, Everton have got a great manager, but we always said once they get pick up a few injuries, their squad will be tested they won't be uh, they won't look as good as and, and 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 tasty as they have done in the opening six games and lo and behold last couple of games they've been out with without gomez without alan without uh, rodriguez uh, drop the keeper apparently he's coming back in tomorrow which which indicates man united might sneak a win um man united have to make a decision now gav um and even though I think, Poch- even though the PSG job will will be tempting, I don't think Pochettino will want to go France. I just don't think he's gonna. It's, it's gonna. It's gonna be his sort of uh, up his street, you know, the French league. I think he desperate. You could see the passion in him. You could see the way he analysed the game on Monday Night Football. He wants to come back to the Premier League. Man United need a world class manager. At the end of the day, they're a massive institution that I just. Are just a shambles at the moment, um, and you know, as 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 funny as for us, um, you know, Pochettino would be a problem at at Man United, you know, and and to replace Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So they've got a decision to make very soon. 
I, I don't think they'll make it. To, I think, as Gar says, I think they'll sneak a win tomorrow. They've they've got this sequence of sort of set 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 way of getting results where they they win three, lose one, and then win another two again. So I think the, the fact that it's at home is it at Old Trafford tomorrow? No, it's at Goodison Park. No, it's is it? Is it Goodison Park? It is, yeah. Mm, then I'll then I'll then I'll think I'm going to go for a draw. You know, I think. Well, I Th- guess that might end up in a draw. Oh, is, is that not part of now? Sorry, not no, no. I, co- I come to you all at the end. Yeah, and, and I'll ask yeah. you your predictions if that's all no, right with you. No, that's all right. That's all right. No, I'll 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 take back my prediction and I'll, I might change it now. Of course you will. Um, well, once I give you five minutes, the prediction can change two to three times. Um, <laughs> Joe. You know, uh, listen, I, you're, I'm not going to get any sympathy from Manchester United for, from you, uh. I know that. But I, I like, I don't like Manchester United, I don't like Everton. Um, but uh, they interest me. And it's the reason they interest me is because just the way they try to do things. And it's usually born out of the experience I've had as a Liverpool fan watching what's gone on at Liverpool and trying to see if that's reflecting you know, when it comes to Everton and it comes to United. And a lot of it does, I'm going to be honest with you. But as a Leeds fan looking in at this, you know, because, you know, we all know Leeds were out of the Premier League for a long time. Um, You were concentrating on what you were doing. But, you know, Everton will always gar- garner an interest from Liverpool fans and United garner interest from anyone, you know, the same way uh-huh. Liverpool do. But when you, look, when you look at what's going on there, like, does it seem like like I've seen Leeds in a mess and we've spoken about this before yeah. Joe you know owners managers players all over the shop you know and and then you got somebody and you said right that's the plan I'm going with it does United strike you as something similar no I'm not saying on the same scale but similar to what Leeds were doing where is he the right manager oh geez the players he's bringing in is he being backed it's just question after question after question and and as much as no matter how you who you bring in i think a lot of the questions at united aren't based around the manager it's based around the hot the club as a whole is that something you yeah. see it as um this i mean yeah i don't know if you can compare it with what went on at Leeds united i mean we had terrible owner after terrible owner like it was an absolute shit show if i'm being totally honest um so regardless of who was in charge like it it didn't matter um but you, look i'm gutted but i think ollie loses his job this weekend um it's the perfect time for man united to to bring Poch in. we've got a couple of weeks off um, international break, it's the perfect time. He shows up on Monday Night Football. He's coming out in the press. Well, Everton have only lost once at home since November last year, and that was in the last game of the season against Bournemouth. Dead rubber. No one interested. I think James Rodriguez back in the side. Um, Dominic Calvert-Loom will be licking his lips against that defence. I think midweek, that's probably one of the worst defensive displays at that level. Ever. Ever. Like, it was shocking. And I, I just couldn't, think, Joe, I couldn't. Yeah. I wasn't watching the game, right? <laughs> just, I know what you're going to say, but I will have to tell you this. I wasn't watching the game, and it was actually one of the lads in our WhatsApp group just sent us a still photo, right? Yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Of, it, I couldn't even see the ball. All I could see was a player standing on his own in the centre circle, and, and they're going, what sort of defending is that? And then I'm looking for the ball down the other end of the pitch going, oh, but they look like they're fairly organised and then when I seen the clip I was like no they're actually shooting the other fucking way and this it's just one ball from the left back and this fella is just running from not from the halfway line from inside the centre circle of his own half through on goal and I'm going and I think this is mad do you know what I think for 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 Ollie as well even a win 
or a draw is not enough. If they do win and he need, and he wants to save his job, he's got to batter them three or four nil and play really, really well for me. I just think, look, you've mentioned PSG there. If Man United don't go now, when when will they go? Like, it's a, if I'm the hierarchy and I know that, I hope he stays in the job. But I just think Poch is there. We've got two weeks off. You know, he could go out, but it's same old, same old. You know, I, I heard them speaking about a 90 minute. As a Man United fan, I really, I, it must be so frustrating. I'm, I'm reveling in it, but it's just, it's the same cycle every single time we mm. as opposing fans can see it. Them as fans of their own clubs can see it. So for me, it's perfect time. They'll lose. I think they'll lose against Everton. They will. Um, James Rodriguez being back in is a massive shout, and the fact that the home record's as good as it is. Um, I, I think they beat Man United and I think he's gone and then we'll see Poching pretty pronto, if I'm being honest. And I'm gutted because he'll start to get a tune out of them because they, individually, they've got some cracking players. I mean, going forward... Because he's, he's a top coach, Joe. That's yeah, what top this coaches is the thing. Do. Top yeah, coaches like Bielsa, like Klopp, like yeah. Pochettino, coach players so mm. the players get better. And that's mm. what the United players haven't had, they haven't had any coaching for two years. And as you say, they're all great players on the, you know, if you individually analyze them, fucking out of Rashford's a player, Martial's a player, Bruno, you know, Pogba, you're talking about top class players here, but there's no coaching. It's like, Mm. you know, it's like sending out your Sunday league team. It's like how I used to send out my Sunday league team. You know, I used to say, right, lads, just, you know, hold on, I've, hold on, I've, hold on, I've, hold on, I've, hold on. Stop, 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 well, stop. Let me finish. <clears> is this is now hold on before you go on and tell us about your Sunday day um, managerial Walking career? Is this is this is this a new revelation now? Is this another Bar- string to your bow? <laughs> Barking and District League Division One, just below yeah. Premier League. Yeah, uh, the team name was El Nino. Because uh, obviously those days Torres was uh, at Liverpool, so I named him after Torres. Um, okay, as yes. you do. Mm. And um, we were very good. Absolutely. Did you, we were did you very win good. No, no, that's not the point. It's taking part of that count. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what yeah, you haven't we, mentioned because uh, it's not we part of the medal hall. Every Sunday we used to turn up and I used to tell these players, go out there and show me what I've seen on like, when I've been scouting you in, 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 in five-side pitches, right, <laughs> yeah. all around up and down the country. And that's what Solskjaer seems to be doing. He seems yeah. to be telling him to go out there and do what you guys are famous for doing, the prick. <laughs> All right, yeah. Chris driving around the country, just hanging, loitering around Astros. Um, do you think discussion about that sometimes? Do, do you do you oh, think absolutely. the the he's lost the players a little bit though with that defensive display because a a, a professional footballer. Should not, you know, that's still for a there's a still of where there's three Man United players and then a player on his own, like they know how to defend, regardless you know, of defend, Joe. No, you know, no, 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 Joe, 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 not even defend professional players know where to stand, stand, let's, yeah, exactly. So, so for that goal, you know, you're on the attack, right? I, I, yeah. And I've only seen the goal, of, I haven't watched anything else. So, when I looked at this, I went, you know, it must have had a free kick or a corner kick around that time and it's broken out and it's dropped to the left back and he's launched up the pitch and then Babar is in. But even if they have a corner or a free kick deep in the opposition's half, like I know from playing football, I know from playing football, right, that one of the first things or the last things you're telling you got on the pitch is you're going up for corners and listen, when you go up for corners, A, B and C stay back or A and B oh, stay back oh. and the other fella, there's always, that's one of the biggest things in, even in amateur football, 
organised, even when you have a corner so you don't get caught on the break, stay back. Stuff. But when you look at it, Nemanja Matic is standing in the middle of midfield like he's playing holding midfield. And the rest of his side are ahead of him. It's criminal. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, looking, at the state of, I'm looking at the state of it now, Gav, right? And Matic is obviously shouting because your man's just received the, fo- the ball in the penalty box. Matic is shouting. You can see him pointing his finger somewhere. I don't know what's going on here, by the way, because you usually stick. If your keeper plays high, he'll come up and play near the halfway line, and you'll stick one. That's that's you know. Any any, but you've I, I haven't heard the keeper being blamed much in this either. By the way, well, yeah. I, on, he has a the, big part to play in this, Gav, because his communication is purely at fault here because he needs to be screaming at the centre halves or at the full back or whoever's was, saying. Who was it? What, to, was it? Who was the goalkeeper? The keeper was Henderson. Matic is back, ah. and I think it's Timothy Fonsu Mensa is playing beside him. But if you actually watch when the ball hits the net, right, the keeper is straight up to Matic, and he's straight, and, and Mensa is turning, I think it's Mensa turning straight to Matic. You have to go, what the fuck is going on? You know what I mean? So there's obviously something's gone on there, but yeah. it's it's just, it's 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 exactly why United are where they are uh, before we get to predictions um, the, the Pochettino thing is interesting um, Grizz calls him a top coach I don't know if you can go that far yeah I'm going to be honest with you um, I think he'll do don't get me wrong he could go to United and prove us all you know prove what he is and then be considered a top coach he's very very good in my opinion there's a couple of things around him should United go from yes should he consider Manchester United yes you know he's managed sports and he's man- managed uh, Southampton they're not on the level of Manchester United but I think he has despite him being quite humble in what he says I think there's a bit of an arrogance to Pochettino which you need as, mm. a, as a manager of Manchester United so that's okay my only worry would be the owners and the only thing that will put for me Pochettino off is it's a massive club it's one of the biggest in the world still it has brilliant spending power great infrastructure all that sort of stuff <clears throat> but surely somewhere he's looking going when Ferdinand Gary Neville Everybody's giving out about the hierarchy. Everyone's giving yeah. out about the, the transfer planning, you know, all sorts of stuff. That might turn them off. People will be worried. I'm going to be honest. I, I've said if Pochettino went to a PSG or whoever, and in three or four years' time, Klopp left Liverpool, I'd love Pochettino to be in the argument. That argument has gone out the window if he takes over at Manchester United, even if he only lasts 18 months and then moves on to PSG. He'll never get the Liverpool job after managing Manchester United. But we'll have to wait and see. I think the Solskjaer thing is just mad. You're talking about organisation and stuff like that. He's not organising them, lads. He's putting them on the pitch and he's putting them in positions and hoping it works. And I have a little feeling that there was a bit of a power play with with, with Pogba and and Solskjaer at one stage and it was like, they're going to get rid of Pogba to show Solskjaer as the boss. Pogba's gone nowhere. I think he may have signed or is on the verge of signing a new deal. And when you look at Donny van der Beek, who signed as their... You know, the record is it the record transfer this summer? Um, yep. or the marquee signing, as you call it, and he can't one, get yeah. a sniff. I think there's a lot of players at Manchester United that have more influence over that team than people think. And I think yeah. Solskjaer is just a yes man, and that's that's why I think you're not seeing Danny, Danny van der Beek and things like that. Gav, so, Gav, the have, van der Beek is a smashing talent, he's a brilliant footballer, he's a smashing player. He, he, <laughs> There's a type of player who could have gone to Barcelona and walked in, into that midfield at the moment. He is a proper footballer and what you know they're doing to him is a fucking disgrace, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, just, just before we get predictions, Kazim says, I can imagine Grizz on the sidelines smoking a cigar, screaming at his players <laughs> to press and push. What was your, what was your managerial style, Grizz? Was it, was it, was it a suit or track suit? Was it, was it, what was uh, it? It was, it depended, it depended on the website. <laughs> 
<laughs> so so I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a scenario. March Sunday morning in March, crisp, dry, a little bit cold. Would it be Would it be a suit with an with an over jacket? You know, nah, like nah. In March, it'd probably be cold, raining, wet. Um, I'd probably send my assistant another lane. Okay, <laughs> nice, one. nice. One. Just watch a just watch a few um football videos. Spot oh, yeah, yeah. Look, I've done I've done all the training and coaching during the week. Yeah. Right, come Sunday yeah. morning, eight o'clock, when you got get up, and everyone's heard of Hackney Marshes probably because that's where yeah. our, our ground used to be. Hackney yeah. Marshes. I'm not turning up. Our ground marshes in mud. <laughs> when I say ground, just loads of pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get, you get, you get the picture, right? Like we yeah. called it our home ground, in it because like, oh, right, okay, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. But, um, but yeah, nah. <laughs> if it was like snowing and wet and windy, I wouldn't turn up. Oh, fair enough. And listen, that's you're very right here. Um, if that's your management style, that's absolutely fine. How you're not still a manager today is beyond me, though. Um, considering <laughs> that's the sort of um, Same. that's the sort of uh, dedication you're willing to put into the job, lads. Predictions for this one. Um, I think it's a massive game for both. I really do. Uh, for for varying reasons. Um, Joe obviously feels a matter regardless, unless you know you bash them. So Jar's gone. But Joe, I'll go mm-hmm. to you. What's your prediction for this one? Two, two, one, Everton. Two one Everton. Gar, what, what about you? I'd say at the start, I think Oli Oli gets his result three two United. Okay, and Grizz, are you sticking with a draw? Yeah, I'm going to go in the middle then. Um, but Joe's got a fucking cracking um, record, man, with his predictions. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, I've, I've been noticing your prediction, pal. Oh really? I'm, 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 I'm watching you. Yeah, yeah, man, I've been watching. I'm an analyst, mate, and I've been analysing <laughs> you. You've been spot on quite a bit. So, but I'm going to go with two two. Okay. Bang in the middle. Uh, all, all the all the um, false love for Joe, and then just stick in your two two at the end. Um, <laughs> no matter no matter how good Joe is, I'm just sticking to be two two. Fuck him. Oh yeah. Uh, Fuck Joe. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, can, brilliant. Can you, imagine, can you imagine playing from? Oh, son, you were great last week. You scored a hat trick, but I'm gonna put you on the bench today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, listen, it's um, for me. It's a huge game. I think Everton have a lot of players back. I think it's only Richarlison serving the last of his three-match band. It's out. I think James Rodriguez is back, which yeah. would be big for them. Um, they look like they have a couple of players back. United, you don't know what way they're going to turn up, but I'm going to go... I, I think it's a one-all draw for me. I think I think they'll both come over and it'll be a bit meh, but... Yeah, I go, I go one all. Dan Jay has three one to Manchester United. Johnny has two two. So does Kevin Sullivan two two. Rajiv says two one to United. Oliver has four, Olivier, sorry, has four one to United. There's a couple going in there as well. Uh, Ian Francis has three one to. Um, I think he said three one to Everton. Um, I'm going to move on. Couple of quick predictions, lad, for different games. Okay, so Chelsea against Sheffield United. Gary, I just want a quick prediction for that one. Uh, Chelsea four one. Grizz, Chelsea, Sheffield United? Uh, routine 2-0 for Chelsea. Joe? 1-0 Chelsea. I'm going to go 3-2 Chelsea. I'm going to go 3-2. I think Brewster gets his fourth goal for Sheffield United this weekend. Um, and the second you're one... The, oh, by, the way, you're, by the way, you're the opposite of Joe. When it comes I'm to terrible. I'm yeah, absolutely... Yeah, <laughs> Appalling. Oh, hold on, hold on, though. I did do a pre-match show against Atalanta, and I predicted 5-2. I did say Liverpool would score 5. If you remember, right, I said it'd be good down, we'd be going heavy on Atalanta. And despite everyone telling me Atalanta were deadly, um, they weren't. And Liverpool did score 5, and could have possibly conceded 2. Um, but I was, I thought it was, um, 
I thought I'd done well there. And that's me claim to fame. I'm going to have that put on a plaque because the rest of them are fucking atrocious. Um, if I bet, if I bet on something, do the opposite. Like I tell lads every week, United are winning this lads and I do it because I know if I say it, they lose. So I don't know what to do tomorrow. Um, West Ham against Fulham. Fulham got a win. Um, didn't they against West Brom last weekend? Um, West Ham beaten by Liverpool last weekend, but are being decent. Uh, Joe, give us your prediction for this one. 2 0 West Ham. Cool. Oh, uh, Grizz has gone 2 0 as well, Grizz? Yeah, I was going to go 2 0. Okay. As well. And Gar? I can't join the lads. I think Fulham are brutal at the moment. I think West Ham beat them 3 0. Okay. I'm going to go with a 2 1 win for Fulham. <sighs> yep. I think I'm going to go with a 2 1 win for Fulham. So get your house on West Ham, but. <laughs> and to keep a clean sheet. Um, gonna move on, lads. And you know, Joe, um, gonna touch on Leeds because it was a heavy defeat, uh, at home to Leicester, um, earlier on in the week. It was one that surprised me when I looked at Leeds lineup and I looked at Leicester's lineup. Um, probably because I haven't seen a lot of Leicester. I'm being honest, a couple of names jumped out at me. I went, what, who? Um, and where's X, Y, and Z? But th- listen, they ran out for one winners. Um, bit of a wake up call, Joe. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, yeah. quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Um, listen, I mean, we we had all three new signings out. Rodrigo's uh, got COVID, massive loss. Uh, Pablo Hernandez, 35 mm. now, looked a bit off it against Liverpool, got injured. I don't know if he's quite at the pace he, he once was in the championship. I'm not sure. So so Rodrigo was a massive loss. Rafinha, uh, not in, obviously, Rente missing as well, and Calvin. Um, so we had some key personnel missing, but I just think, I said it before the game, Leicester are the perfect foil for Leeds United style of play in that we play such a high line, you know, all it takes. You did say this last that, week, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, it got to Fuchs and Fuchs just hit it straight in the channel, Barnes and Vardy onto it. And the pit, I know it's same for both teams, but the surface didn't help. You know, we were giving sloppy passes where normally they're nice and crisp and I think the pitch played a part. Um, We made a few errors, but Bamford scores in the first minute instead of hitting it straight at uh, Schmeichel. It's a different game, you know. Um, We brought it back to 2-1 and then Pablo Hernandez hits the crossbar right in the... If that's 2-all, we may go on to win the game, you know. The scoreline flattered them, although they deserved it. Um, but it's that style of play. We struggled against Wolves. They sit in. They came out as the second half. We struggled against Leicester on the counter. And I think Palace, as poor as they are, it's going to be difficult for Leeds because it's 4-4-2. They're going to sit in. We're going to struggle to break them down and know that if we do make errors, that Zaha, Schlupp, Townsend, boom, they'll be away. And because of that, such a high defensive line, they can get in, you know. If it, it's the style of play that. So I'm not worried. No, it's not a wake up call. Mm. It's the style of play. If we were get 
getting that off other teams like Villas, etc. It's the style of play. He's the perfect kryptonite for what Bielsa plays. And when you've got Vardy and Harvey Barnes as good as they are, you know, you're always going to struggle. And we gifted them opportunities mm. as well. And obviously bringing on Madison, special talent, he, he, he just grabbed it by its scruff at neck and they were outside. Maybe not a wake-up call, Joe, but one where you go, like, you know, Zed says there, Leeds are rock and roll football, great to watch, however, they, w- they must sort that defence out or they can see a bags of goals. Maybe not a wake-up call, Joe, but maybe something where you go, we need a touch of pragmatism here. We need, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm, I've great respect for Bielsa and what he's trying yeah. to do and his belief in what he's doing. But I'll take you back to Norwich last year and Norwich mm. were given loads of plaudits for the type of football they played and they shouldn't have got those plaudits because the naivety in Norwich was absolutely astounding to watch. Astounding to watch as a team that's come up and trying to play this brand of football, which is absolutely fine for playing in the right areas and they got torn asunder as the season went on. Could it be a case where Bielsa looks now and says, listen, we're not going to go out and push that high because look at what we can have done against us. We're going to drop 10 yards. We're going to press. We're going to let them come onto us a little bit more before we press. You know, simple things like that just um, makes it a bit more pragmatic, but a bit more effective and leaves you less open at the back. No, he won't do it, Gav. He won't. He just won't change, mate. He never has, never will. I I knew that answer. Yeah, my love. Um, Okay, so he he won't won't change. Are you yeah. worried that as the season goes on and more, and more people see Leeds and see what they can do? Because let's be honest, Harvey Barnes is a very good player. Jamie Verdi mm. is a very good player. But there's mm. loads of them in the league, Joe. There's loads of them in mm. the league that can hurt you from wide, hurt you down channels and hurt you over the top. It's, you know, there's loads of speed merchants in this league that can hurt you badly <laughs> if they have the quality to give it to them and you're going to give them the space to do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I don't think many teams will set up like they have, you know. Chelsea can't be setting up like that, you know. I, Man United, maybe, I don't know, Rashford, etc. I, I don't know, genuine. I think the the personnel that he picked didn't help. Um, in the second mm. half against Villa, uh, Click played in, in the deeper role and it worked yeah. really well. So he went with that same lineup. It didn't work. You know, Click being so deep didn't work. Shackleton didn't really work. So I think he'll go back to the four-one-four-one, and we'll see a, a little bit more. Um, it'll just be better from a defensive standpoint, you know, and you get so much more from Click a little bit further up. Um, look, I'm not worried. I'm not. I, I genuinely not. And it's not an arrogance or anything like that. We we will be going. All, we might concede, but we're at peace with that. I'm at peace with it anyway. You know. Um, I know that we'll cause a lot more problems than teams will cause us problems over the course of a season. Okay. Am I am I top four hopes now over? Possibly, but we'll still mm-hmm. get top six. <laughs> okay, but that's <laughs> Joe. Joe, do, do, do you know? Do you know where I think that that that, we, that weakness is? Is mostly I just think he is an awful keeper. Do you know that? Really? Um, yeah, I don't rate him at all. I think he's too fragile yeah. looking. He looks. Do you know? He looks. He looks to me like the hair when he first came to the Premiership. Um, he, he purely needs to bulk up. He, he doesn't look great and crosses. And I have to say. A lead soy without Calvin Phillips, who makes everything tick in that midfield, is is a huge, huge difference. He he is a quality player. Me and Grays have often spoken about him last year in, amongst the group, and uh, he he makes that side tick in the way Bielsa yeah. wants to play. He is a quality player. Yeah, Olivier, yeah. Olivier says Bielsa is a genius. He cut off his own ear before he changes anything. <laughs> we don't want him to go that far. 
You know, all we're asking is maybe drop 10 yards. Don't be going cutting yeah, off the I'm, <laughs> Joe, I'm, I'm with Joe in terms of nothing to worry about. I think, um, A, uh, Leicester are, you know, a very good team. I know Gav has has his views on Brendan Rodgers, but I think he's a very good coach. And, and he's a fantastic coach in terms of how his teams play. And, and Joe's right. Leeds will struggle against teams that, um, that set up defensively, but with the footballing principles, if you know what I mean by that. In terms of if you can beat Leeds press, then you can get through to them. And Brendan Rodgers has got players that are capable of beating the press. They're footballing players. Leeds will smash teams that don't know how to be that press and just lump merchants because they've They'll, they'll, they'll out-football you. Even even Leeds will out-football you. So that's why they'll do overall very well in this league. Mm. But there's absolutely no shame to the teams that they've lost to. You know, um, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the way he plays. It's been a, it's been a, 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 a breath of fresh air. The way they oh, attack, he, he won't change. There. He won't. Yeah, I was going to say breath. Of, I was going to. I was going to say fresh of breath air. Of course you were, I was waiting. <laughs> Do you know what, though, boys? We, we have played Liverpool, City, Wolves and Leicester. Yeah. It will all be in, Absolutely. in or around the European and, places. And that's what know? I mean, Joe. All those teams, right, have got technical players that can beat your press and you've matched all of them, right, and give them a good game. Um and there's absolutely no shame in losing to them. That's why I know that's where your confidence is coming from because you see the team week in, week out, and you know you beat the dross in this team, mm. right? The, yeah. m- the majority of it is dross, and, and your style of play beats dross be- because Bielsa yeah. is an attacking coach. He builds his teams to beat shit. You know, you, you can't bully Leeds because they're out fo- they'll, they'll match your f- physical attributes, but they'll outplay you. Yeah, but obviously when you come up against the better teams who can match your physicality, but they can outplay you as well, that's where you're going to come up, and that's absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, I think, I think when you, I think when you come up against the, the the higher echelons of the league, they're used to being pressed. You know, now don't get me wrong. We've watched, you know, we've watched a lot of teams sit back against Liverpool, sit back against Man City. Um, they're the two prime examples. But when you look, you know, Liverpool are. City will have games throughout the season where they know we'll be pressed here and they're used to it. They're ready for it, especially when they have European experience where they're, they're experiencing that a bit more in Europe than they may do in the Premier League. And they're quite happy for it. They're quite, you see Liverpool the other night against Atlanta. Push up high against us. Go ahead and we'll pass you. We'll pass. We'll, we'll go through you in three passes and then we'll have three on three, 40 yards from your goal and you're in serious trouble. Um, you know, uh, Harley says their Leeds will struggle against the top teams, but will probably do well against the bottom half teams. And I think that's all you can ask for from Leeds. Yeah, like you don't yeah. want you don't want to get over the top about Leeds. You want you want them to come in, be solid. And as me and Joe spoke about before a ball was kicked this season, we said, "Come in, get your job done this season. Progress, progress, progress. Don't try to do it all in one go, or don't go for broke early on and be in a in a massive hole come March where you can't get out by April. Do you know what? Kevel, sorry, just just sorry, one other God. thing. Kevin Sullivan says um, he's a he's a massive fan of Calvin Phillips. He says he actually he would he would tip him to become a Liverpool player if Gino and Adam leaves um, next summer. That's how he rates him. Go ahead, John. I was just saying though that Leeds will struggle against the top teams. I mean, look how we played against City. I don't think we struggled. We struggled for no. fifteen minutes. Maybe struggled for results, I suppose. Play. 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Not struggle in terms of performing. You'll enjoy, you'll revel playing against these teams. You know, this is this is your challenge. This is Bielsa's game. This is Bielsa mm. what he lives for, to take on the top coaches in a tactical battle, technical, technical versus technical. But what I meant was, sorry, there's no shame in losing the odd game to the top team. No, Absolutely. no, no, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll back you. You look at someone like City, Joe. Look, they like to dominate midfield, like the tippy tappy pass around, and, and Leeds will have that energy in there anyway. And when you've got someone like Phillips Holden, who's 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 really smart in what he does, who's whose positioning is brilliant for 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 his age and fairness to him, he, he's he, he makes you guys tick. I said it last year to Grizz a few times in that midfield, in, in that base, he, he's like a quarterback, he can play it. You know, you know, it's a Henderson role if you want to call it that at times, where he can play a fifty-yard ball out of nowhere, or he can play nice short passes. He makes them tick, and against someone like City, he'll he'll love that uh. because they'll try and pass around them, and he he's got the energy to go around, win balls, and play it off. So you know, the City thing, you know, we know they look to dominate. Liverpool's a bit different. We'll, we'll boy pass midfield when we need to at times through the fullbacks or with the eggs. It's a bit different with us. Um, Emma Cavanagh tells us this. I don't know if it's true, but if it is, Emma, fair play to you. He says, Bielsa's coach, Diego Flores, played in the Leinster Senior League oh, for Kingswood. The Leinster Senior <laughs> League, of course, being an amateur league in Dublin, um, for Kingswood in Talla, which is South Dublin. Nice trivia piece for you there. There you go, Joe. Um, if you ever get an interview with uh, Diego Flores, ask him about his time on the south side of Dublin. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Emma could be just completely winding us up. He's had a few cans and he said, I'm going to just have a, have the crack with these lads. But um, we take it as, we take it as gospel until it's proven otherwise. Um, <clears throat> when you look at this weekend, though, and they're playing their way to Palace and Grizz, you know, Palace are just being Palace. Played seven, won three, lost three, drew one. It's Roy Hodgson written all over it. But for me, they look a, they've a bit more attacking intent about mm. them. You know, they are, they have got, they have got Zaha, they've got Townsend, they've got, um, the, one of the AU brothers. And, and then they have, uh, is it, Eze from Eze. The Tuck, yeah, who looks yeah. who looks a talent as well. So he looks like he's gone with a bit more. He, he looks a bit more attacking this season, but it's still the same old Palace. You know that they they'll win as many as they lose, and they'll throw a couple of draws in there. Grizz, is this one that Leeds could worry about? Despite being away from home, Palace could be very similar to what Leicester done and sit in and look to get you know Townsend and Eze, however it might be, and in particular Zaha um, away on the break. Is this one that Leeds? if the approach the same way as Leicester could find it a little bit tricky. This, this will be your, this will be the answer to your question. When you ask Joe, will, will um, Bielsa change or will he learn anything from it or feel the need to change? I suppose mm. uh, Palace will set up exactly like how Leicester set up. Um, Hodgson is Hodgson, but he has, to be fair to him, he has tried to change things. He has gone more Zaha behind um, AU, or however you say his name, Andre AU. They've got Bashway as well, haven't they now? Bashway and him (laughs) alternate through the middle, and then Zaha plays through the middle, and they've brought in, he's he's gone a bit more expansive because he's playing Mm -hmm. Townsend and Eze on the flanks. Which is unlike him. He's, you know, it's the old four four two, but it's it's, it's not it's not like um, Mr. Hodgson. Um, but this will be a test for Leicester. Let's not let's not get it twisted. Let's uh, uh, Leeds. I beg your pardon. Um, Palace are 
a very wily old team. It's played in the Premier League for ages now and Hodgson's managed their years. They know how to play against teams. They may not have the capabilities to do exactly what they want, um, but they know they have a way of playing and they will stick to it as well. I think it'll be very similar uh, to the to the Leicester to the Leicester setup, and let's see if Leeds. I don't know what your situation is like with injuries and any players coming back, Joe, because obviously you've got a you've got a, you've got a good squad, but you haven't got a deep deep squad. Yeah, so right. with these players that you mentioned out, I don't know what any coming back. Have you got any? Injuries? No, I, I think Rafinha makes the bench. Rodrigo's still self isolating. So Same, yeah. um, we've just got Bamford's got to be clinical. That's the thing. He'll, he'll get a chance. He's got a clinical because if they score first, then I'll be worried. Genuinely, yeah, it's the same. It's the same scenario. It's the same scenario yeah. as Leicester, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then with the likes of Zaha and this Eze is very handy and Townsend, you know, Crystal Palace have gone to Man United, Man City, got results. Mm. They're they're uh, they're they're far better away from home than at home. So um, this could be, but it's at Palace, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a policy. Yeah, yeah, so that's my analysis out the window. Mm. Well, it doesn't really matter, I don't think. I think Roy Hodgson set up his team home and away, regardless regardless where he plays. You know, he could be playing in his backyard and he still pretended to wait my home. Um, And he just set it up. So that's just the way it is. If if it's at Palace, then you know what? If it's at Palace, I I, I think Leeds Leeds have got a chance. That does change it for me. Mm, Okay. Uh, Gar, you look at Leeds and. You know, attacking-wise, Bamford's had a good start to the season. Um, the, the winger they have on loan from City, Harrison, Harrison. Harrison. Um, Harrison. They've they've a good couple. They've a pl- few players that can chip in with goals, leads. And when you look at Palace's back line, you know it does include Nathaniel Klein now, who's playing right back for Palace. Yeah. You have I don't know if Sacco's back, but you have Martin Kelly is around. There's, there's loads. Yeah, yeah. When I look at Palace, although they've been solid enough at times, um. I think there's enough there for Leeds to get at them. I'm being honest with you. Yeah, so I, I know I said the crazy. You know, I like the way Helder Costa plays at times. He, he's he's redirect. Really he he's really good on the ball. Yeah, I think I think this could be. You know, Leeds will set up well at the back. I think this Leeds get a win here. Do you know that? Um, I just I don't like Palace at the back. Klein, you know, he's he hasn't played football in a long, long time, lads. Um, and he's he started recently as well, hasn't he? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, he started last weekend. Yeah, he started, didn't he? Um, I think Leeds might beat them. Okay, well, we start with predictions then with you. So, what yeah, score think, are you going for? Yeah, uh, I'm going two one Leeds. Two one Leeds. Leave Joe to last. Uh, Grace, what are you having? I think this is going to be a good game. You know, if it's at I thought it was at Leeds, uh, but it's at Palace. So I'm going to go two two. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know why I ask. I don't know why I just don't insert two two. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go two one leads. I'm going to go two one leads in this one. Joe, what are you having? Two nil. Two nil leads. Two nil. Okay. Yeah. Plenty coming in there. Uh, Liam says four two to Crystal Palace. Uh, Sulav says two nil. Easy win for Leeds. Two one Palace says Dan Jay. But Leeds to go in front. Um, so there, that might be a way of doing it a bit this weekend. Uh, Leeds three one says Harley. And um, I, I want Leeds to do something. Um, I have Bamford in my team. Yeah, yeah, we did a bit of research on that the Flores thing there and it's true he was over here uh, learning English lessons and played a couple of games for Kingswood. One against Time and Bond. Uh, El Davos. Davos locals. Okay, nice one. So it is true. And um, 
Yeah, there's pic- pictures and all to prove it. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so there you go, Joe. Um, a little bit of trivia you can throw around to your mates, and yeah, they won't have a fucking clue who you're talking about. But um, <laughs> it, it might be it might be impressive anyway. Um, we move on. Um, a couple of games again. I want to get pre- quick predictions from you, Grizz. I'm going to start with you. I'm going to give you the three games in a row. I want to give you give me scores, and I'll move on to the lads. Okay. So West Bram, West Bram, West Brom v Spurs, Grizz prediction. West Brom v Spurs, I'm going 2-0 Spurs. Okay. And uh, Leicester v Wolves? Uh, Leicester v Wolves, cracking game, 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. And Arsenal versus Villa? 1-1 one, one again. Okay, nice one. Joe, West Brom v Lee, West Brom v Spurs. I can't get this fixture right at all. West Brom v Spurs, Joe. 2-0 Spurs. Okay. Uh, Leicester, Wolves? 0-0. Nil nil. Okay. Yeah, cancel each other out. Arsenal v it. Villa. Two nil Arsenal. Okay. Uh, Gar West Brom v Spurs. Two nil Spurs. Okay, a lot of two nils for Spurs. Uh, Leicester v Wolves. Two all. Okay. And Arsenal v Villa. Uh, Arsenal v Villa three one. Okay, uh, loads coming in there. Two two. Leicester Wolves has f- uh, Flash Gordon. Liam has four one to Spurs. Sulav has three one to Arsenal. Uh, Liam is in there. Wolves three one six nil. Spurs says Avo. Um, I'm gonna go with Spurs to beat West Brom four one. Uh, I think Leicester edge Wolves out two one, and I think Arsenal beat Villa three one. Um, I think there's there's goals there, and I have triple captain uh, Son for the weekend just to let people know. So keep it. Have you fucking played your triple captain already? Yeah, well, can you not do? Can you can you only do one a season? I've told you the tactics, what to save, 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 and you've ignored my little, all my tips, and now you're going to finish bottom half. <laughs> but but can you? Did he not give you another triple captain during the season sometime? No, no. no. Ah, well, listen, you can't get a better triple captain than Spores against West Brom. Oh, Gavin Doyle. I think I'll do all right, lads. I think I'll do all right. I have used me. Um, what did I use last week? Oh, me bench you boost. You used the subs bench, yeah, bench boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Gav, I know there's going to be double weeks coming up where you get. Oh, God, I've got to explain to you. Sorry, Christmas, Christmas, Gav. Christmas. Oh, yeah, but, but uh, listen, I don't know what. What can you triple captain them on weeks that are count as double and stuff? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's I the time. That's that. why you I see. Like see you didn't explain all the rules to me, all right? And you can't be coming at me now going, oh, I can't believe you've done that when you don't explain the rules to me. I clearly told you at the start of the season, I lose interest in this. Nights. I don't read I rules. I spent two nights. I spent two nights explaining to you. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't. That was it. You spent two nights talking to the gods. Unbelievable. The God that you love. I don't know who he is. Um, listen, I'll go down. I'll say a fucking prayer to St. Christopher. It'll be Grant. Um, good Catholic. Look, I am. Um... Lads, we're going to finish out with CEV Liverpool. It is the big game of the weekend for us and I think overall um, in the Premier League weekend. And, you know, three of us are Liverpool fans here, so I'm going to try to split it up a little bit. So, Gary, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, we go into this um, joint top of the league now. Southampton have joined us on 16 points tonight. Um, Man City have had a mixed start to the season. I think if they win, though, they'll be two points off us. If they win their game in hand, they'll be two points off us. If they beat us at the weekend and win their game in hand, I think they go ahead of us. So, although it's been an uninspiring start for Man City, I suppose, um, coupled with Liverpool apparently being in crisis and played 7-1-5, drew one, lost one, which is grand form for anybody. Um, is this is this a six-pointer guy? <laughs> Seven, eight games into the season? Because people Jesus are making out that Christ. it is. It's a bit early for that, isn't it? Well, is it? 
Because I've heard, and, and the only reason I'm asking you is because I've heard people say, if Liverpool beat City this weekend, City won't recover from it. So that to me would, it, you're allowed to say six-pointer. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, if you, if you put it that way, I think I think we owe them as well after, you know, what they did to us after we were on a bender for, for a couple of weeks yeah. uh, when we came back from, from the lockdown. Um, you know, they said the half thing is, you know, still still up there. I think Reese Williams will start the weekend um, after another impressive performance during the night. Um, I think, you know, we're not going to expect long balls into the air all day, so uh, I, I don't see... Um, and he started, I see Reese Williams starting all day, uh, just for just the way City play. Uh, Jesus will probably start up front. Um, Is he not injured? So he's, he's there's a bit of pain. No, he's back. No, he's, uh, he's back, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's, I think he scored your night from. Yeah, he scored. I think he scored your night, did he? Um, so you know, City are gonna. You know, I think we beat them, Gav. Uh, I think they, as a right, they have stuttered a bit. They haven't. You know, they haven't been that. You know, that City that. You know, a breathtaking, and you're, you know, you're on the edge of your seat watching. Uh, Sterling hasn't started off great, um, missing a couple of sitters at times. Um, yeah, I think we beat them, Gav. Um, I think the the big thing I think for us is the fact that they hammered us. I think that that'll be in the back of our minds, and and you know, if you want to make a statement, this is the weekend to do it. It could be, it could be, you know. It, if if they draw with Liverpool this weekend and win, they're two points off Liverpool, and it's funny because yeah. you know we've I've looked at City this season and went they're not the same team as they were last year, but but at the same time I'm giving Liverpool kind of credit as a Liverpool fan for grinding stuff out. Maybe City are going that way a little bit. I just think as much as fragile at times we can look at the back because of mm. the changes that are there. I still think City are the same. So I don't think there's a lot between us. I think it'll come down to it. I think it'll be a mental game more than anything else um, as the season goes on. Grizz, we're going into this one and, you know, if we win this and we go into the into the break where played 8-1-6, drew one, lost one, it's a fantastic start to the season, all things considered, everything that's gone on um, from, you know, the short break in the summer, the, the fixtures we've had, because our fixture list has not been that kind, to be perfectly honest. Um, the injuries we've had and bringing in youngsters and trying to juggle different competitions. What's the outlook for Liverpool this weekend, Grizz? Because I know that me and you agree on not many things, but this thing we agree on. The Etihad, Old Trafford and Goodison, Liverpool go there and they're way too pragmatic, they're way too reactionary and they sit off and watch what other teams can do rather than putting their own stamp on games when they go to these grounds. Is that the approach you think we'll see from Liverpool this weekend? Or are you hoping that, no, he's just going to go out and go, listen, we've nothing to lose here, we have to just go at these and see what happens? I, I honestly think that's that's the situation for us in terms of the second part of your statement, in terms of this is, for us, Whatever happens, we go into this second, is it second or third international break? Whatever um, it is. Second, second third season. Yeah. Third, yeah, isn't well, it? Yeah. Third, yeah. No, yeah. they had one just before the league started and then they had another one. So the second in season. Uh, well, I think this is, this is, we go into this international break on top of City, regardless of the outcome on Sunday. And that is mentally huge. Huge for Liverpool Football Club. Is it huge if City beat us, Grizz, and they have a game in no, hand and they can go above absolutely. us? Absolutely. No, they can't. Uh, yes, no, they, can. they No, they can, but that's not the point. The point is mentally for us to be there or thereabouts after the turbulence that we've had to endure, um, I think it would be massive. And, mm. the f- and it's the reason why I feel, especially the way we've 
kind of clicked into gear into, when it comes to attack, I really think we, we go there and attack them because they will be having sleepless nights about our forward line. We know Pep from the documentary, you know, has had, uh, you know, sleepless nights over our forward line. You add Jota to the mix and that's some potent strike force that he's got to worry about. I don't think we've got the personnel to go there and have a pragmatic approach, control the game. No Fabinho, no Virgil van Dijk, no mm. Thiago. That's your three absolute spine of your team. That's not a joke, three. That's missing. Um, we've got an excellent team regardless, but I, but I also feel Man City in the last few weeks have been churning out results and become mm. very resolute in defence. So that's why I feel as though I feel as though Jurgen Klopp can can risk more in this game than he would normally because of the situation where we are and just gamble and go for this. Because a win for us is absolutely huge, Gavin Doyle. I'm, I'm saying if we beat them Sunday and get an eight-point lead with a battered squad and then knowing, the world knowing that after the international mm. break, Matip is back, Fabinho's back, Tiago's back. The only person that will not be back is is Ox long term um, and VVD, obviously, that we know about. My God, the Premier League will be absolutely shitting and thinking, here we go again. Honestly, an eight-point gap over City. Forget your Southamptons and, and all the other pretenders, Leicester Cities or wherever, who are near the top. The team that we got to beat and stay ahead of to win the league is Man City. Still, regardless of what anyone says. Um, they're, they're, they're running into a bit of decent form gap, especially defensively. They've got a nice partnership going with Diaz, who, are, who I've you know, rated. Diaz and Laporte. Diaz and Laporte back. Um, you know, and then he's got Rodri just sitting in front of them. You know, Kevin De Bruyne playing in his right position now. The only doubt or issues they've got at the moment is scoring. Um, they've got, you know, a couple of forward players in and out of form and in and out of injury as well. But this new resolute style that he's enforced uh, on his team is interesting. I think, I think we, I think we tried to go for the kill gaff. It's I really do. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Is the resolute stuff um, affecting them going forward? Though, because I'm just looking through the results here now, right? So if you take away the Champions League stuff, they got a boy in the Champions League, the group they got, right? But if they beat Wolves on the opening day of the season, or their opening day of the season, 3-1, right? They lose to Leicester 5-2. And then one goal scored against Leeds, one goal scored against Arsenal, one goal scored against West Ham, and one goal scored against Sheffield United. Yeah, they're, yeah, not, they're, yeah. they're not conceding. They're not conceding, don't get me wrong. But does that not suit Liverpool where City... I'd expect Pep to go at Liverpool because of what's happened at centre-back. But at the same time, does that open them up and put a real test to these centre-backs? Because I think Pep or somebody there has said, listen, we can't keep going forward and expect to outscore players. Well, the thing is... We're conceding so much at the back. And it's Gav, changed I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be... A, we can't be hypocrites now and talk about our defensive crisis and not talk about Man City's attacking crisis, you know, and, and give them fair oh, dues no, for I that. Know, I, I, no, I know that. I know that. You know, they've, they've got a lot of forwards missing. Jesus has been missing. Aguero has been missing. But they'd, but they'd still look... They'd still the look. Brian's been missing. 
but they'd still look at a front three of something like Mares, Sterling, yeah, sure. and Ferran Torres. But it's not yeah. as good. But it's not as good as De Bruyne, Jesus, and Aguero. You get yeah, my no, point. I, of course. I get, I get yeah, that. Sorry. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, maybe it's the fact that they've had players out, or is there a change in the way they're actually trying to think, trying well, to play mate, football, well, and well, saying, I, I, you know what? Let's 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 make. Let's protect this back line that's been absolutely hammered for the last probably year or so. And let's Possibly. protect them. And let's, let's, even though we've a few players out, let's protect them and trust ourselves to nick a goal here and there with the likes of Foden, Sterling, Torres, um, Mares, Jesus, whoever it might be, um, Bernardo Silva, because there's still plenty of quality there. I'm just looking at it and I'm saying to myself, don't get me wrong, because if they were going 3 0, 3 0, 3 0, 3 0, 3 0, you'd be saying very resolute at the back and they're still banging in goals. But just, there's a lot of games there that they've, 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 they've scored one goal in. I'm just, I'm just wondering, have they slightly no, changed? Poss- possibly, but I think Le- City fans would probably um, say that the, the signings of Ake and Diaz um, have been sort of more. Uh, crucial for them and, uh, as opposed to sort of changing the player style because Pep is very similar to Bielsa in terms of he doesn't change the way he sets up his teams and plays. I think it could be the personnel being better than what they were they had in those positions previously. Hey, maybe so. Joe, um, I, there was a comment up on the screen. I've just lost it there because I put another one up. But it basically was saying, um, you know, people people making out the City and Liverpool are... Um, a lot less powerful than they were last season is a myth and it's just a media narrative that they're trying to drum up um, around the likes of Leicester or whoever else <laughs> they feel it will be between Liverpool and City for the foreseeable in the league um, I'm, I don't know about that I think the times we're in can throw up some mad stuff but when you look at this one Joe like as you're an outsider you're a Leeds fan you're going to watch this on Sunday and just sit back and relax and have a beer and go it doesn't I don't care who wins or loses but what, 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 are, you, what are you looking at in this one are you, are you looking at a more for you, a more resolute city, or you've seen Leeds play City and you think, well, if you drop Liverpool into that scenario, I think they could do damage. What way are you seeing this one? Look, I, <clears throat> I think Liverpool are just look starting to look special again. I mean, Jota's, I mean, he's class. I think he's scored, I did some stuff earlier, 10 goals in 15 games for club and country, man. You know, he's yeah. absolutely flying. Um, he's, he's being class. Um, I, we haven't touched on it. We didn't do much on it, but I see Spurs as being more of a, a challenge, and that's just my opinion um, to to Liverpool than City. And I, I I agree with what you were saying earlier, Gav. This is a huge game so early on, you know. <coughs> yeah. Um, and if Liverpool were to win, it's it's a massive shot in the arm. Mm. Um, and look, I there's a lot. It seems anyway. There's a lot of unrest at City. You know, just with this whole pet debacle going on and no signing deal, I feel like I'm a broken record. But um, until he signs a deal, there's, it's still going to be there. Um, and and I just think Liverpool just look great again, or, or are starting to. You know, let's not forget it was only a couple of weeks ago that people were saying, "Oh, Virgil's gone. Um, that's it." You know, oh, it's going to be it's going to be tough. But they've just got. They're just going from strength to strength, you know. Does is Matip not fit this weekend? Does he come straight back? Matip's back. Matip's back. Matip's fit apparently, yeah. But it's it's still Matip. only Friday night. Anything could happen in the next forty eight <laughs> hours. Change the lads. If Matip is fit, and then obviously, do you know what? I've got a quick. Go on, mate. Go on. No, I was just going to say. No, I was going to um, say like. Yeah. Go on, Joe. Go on, Joe. Go on. Go on. Right. Go on. You're already. Go on, Joe. 
Who starts for you, right? Because I wrote this down knowing I was coming on, right? You've got Firmino, one in 11. And I mentioned that Jota, 10 goals in 15 games for club and country. Like, would, I get like what Firmino does because it's similar to what Bamford does at time or did do in the championship. Mm. You know, on a much higher level, I get that. But where... <laughs> Who would you rather have, I guess, just for you? Sorry to like, ask a question. Well, not sorry. I just want to know. <laughs> um, well, firstly, I'll let them all answer this. But firstly, on the Matip thing, the, the, you know when you bring back a centre-half, the likes of a Lovren or a Gomez or whoever it might be, or a young young lad, and you're thinking, it might take him a couple of games to get in. Matip frustrates me. Everyone knows that. But the one thing I will say from him is when he comes back, He's growing. He's fine. He just plays yeah, football. He He's fine. He there, doesn't seem, there doesn't seem to be a bed in the end period where you go, oh, it's going to take Matt up six weeks. You know, a bit like Fabinho when he got injured last season. You went, what happened to him? And it took him six to eight weeks and then he got back on it. Um, Matip seems to come in okay. So I think if Matip has passed fit, I think he will play. I think he's dying to get him back in there. The front three thing, um, it was my next question. So I'm going to, I'm going to bring it on to Gar and, and Grizz and I'll go last. But um, Grizz, Joe was asked a question and it's the question going around Everywhere. It's the question of the week, yeah. Yeah. Um, what are you doing, Grizz? I'll tell you what, I'm going to, the three of us will name it to the Liverpool team before we give predictions. So, Grizz, I'll let you go first. Well, well me being uh, the ex-manager of El Nino, Barking District League Division 1, I... I except, I, I, except when it was cold. I Except when it's cold. I, I, I played Jota. I played Jota and I played Bobby. Um, I, I, play, I played Genie and Henderson's holding as a double pivot. Well, and then I just unleashed the front four on them. Bobby, Bobby, you people forget Bobby was a number ten. Bobby yeah. is a number ten. For Hoffenheim, that was what caught you know all the club's eyes or our scouts' eyes. You know him playing in a number ten with John Rowe. We've turned him into this false nine or whatever you want to call it. Um, there's no way you leave Jutter out. You know we've done a couple of shows this week, and and my opinions not changed. You just don't leave Jutter out of this team. Um, he's absolutely on fire. You make the most of that fire. You you really go out and you try to to just grab goals against this city team, and then maybe try to control it from there because this city hates this city team hates coming back from behind. They haven't got the guts or the balls for it. Um, we've said that in the past as well. But if they take the lead, they're a fantastic footballing side that can keep the ball away from you for ages and ages. Um, so that with that with that being said. Um, you know, that's how I would approach it. How Klopp's going to approach it is anyone's guess. We know that, you know that. So what's, it's, what's, it's, your, it's so what's your 11? Um, my 11 would be the back four that we're going to think it's going to be with Matip coming in for the young lad. Uh, the midfield, my 11 would be um, Henderson and Ginny uh, with Firmino behind the front three. Okay. That's what I would do. Um, I'm I'm trying to think who City have and don't have. Like, so we're probably looking at Ederson... Kyle Walker, Cancelo at left back. Left you're looking up, at yeah. you're looking at uh, Diaz and Laporte centre back. Midfield midfield is going to be Rodri, De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, Silva maybe. Silva. And, yeah. and then you're looking at maybe Sterling, Mares, and Jesus. So that's what you're looking at from Man City. Uh, Gar, what's your eleven, and what way would you go? Uh, I think Gray's touched on the Matip thing. I'd love to see Williams play, being honest with you. But if if Matip is fully fit, I think he goes straight in just for that that fact that he can settle in whenever he does come back from injury. Um, I think we know the other three are straight away. Midfield, lads, I, I hate to say this, but I think it, does he start Naby? 
with Henderson and GD in there. That's what he um, will do. Because he's, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to try and go what he will do. Okay. Um, I think I think he starts Bobby up front. Yeah. Um, practically because of the 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 staunch defence he's come of him in the last uh, couple of days in the few interview interviews they've done. But it shouldn't be because today. of that. It shouldn't be. Because I know, of that. One of saying Chris, but we know what we know what Klopp is like, and mm. he, he, he as as being pragmatic. I I personally think he will put Firmino in that, um, because he you know he does trust him a lot, um, and we know who who the other two were. For me, Jota should start all day. Um, going back to uh, the question that was asked, he he's on fire. He's he gives us an, another dimension of of speed and attack. He's he's both footed. He's got he's got everything. I think we've seen that. Joe's touched on it. He's. The the guy is 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 a, is a talent. Uh, I've said it before on here. He had to do a lot of work at Wolves as regard uh, position and team style stuff at Liverpool. He just settles into that front three. He doesn't have all that work to do. He just has to press from the front. He played uh, played a lot wide with with, uh, with Wolves as well. And um, I'd, I'd love to see Jota start, but just just judging on Klopp's interviews, especially today, I think he starts Bobby up there. Okay. Um. Looking at that Man City side, I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Milner starts. I'm being honest with you. I think. I think what what City mm. will look for is they will look for their fullbacks to get push up, um, mm. and they'll try make Salah and Mane go back the other way. Go back now. That may work with Mane because Mane loves working in tandem with Robertson, whether it's defensively in the middle of the park or or or, or forward. Salah isn't, and this is where the key comes from. We need to put a midfield out there that is A, Henderson's going to be deepest and B, whoever's playing on that right-hand side of the tree does the job that Henderson does so well. And I, I go on about it and on about it, but it's so, so crucial. And when you have a Bernardo Silva drifting in there and when you have a, a fullback that wants to get forward, Salah is going to cheat. He cheats every single week um, at the position he plays. So we need to, and I want to clarify that before people clip that and put it out there that Salah cheats every week. But, but what I'm saying is it needs to be solid, you know. We we can talk as much as we want about our attack and prowess and how good we are going forward. And if Matip is back, we're more solid. And Henderson's being great, Bernaldo's being great. But we need to look at what they're doing as well. They're going to try get a Trent and Robertson, and the way they're going to try to do it is they're going to try triangles of Walker. De Bruyne and Sterling on one side and on the other side or, or Mares and on the other side you will have Cancelo you'll have is it Cancelo is his name I feel like I'm saying his name yeah, wrong yeah, 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 Cancelo, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you're going to have him you're going to have Bernardo Silva and you're going to have um, Sterling on, on that side alright and they're going to try attacking those areas and getting behind us in those areas so we will need to be very very robust mm. in midfield Allison's in goal Trent I think Matip does start um Gomez Robertson, I wouldn't be surprised if you've seen Henderson, Milner, Wijnaldum. And if he goes that way, I, I still think he goes for Mino, lads. I still think he does for Mino with Mane and Salah. And I think if it becomes a game where it's really high, intense football and we can show fitness um, that we usually show, I think Jota on 60 to 65 for Firmino and I think yeah. he can change the game. And not, not only because we might just abandon this let Firmino look after Rodri thing and go, no, do you know what? You go up, 
go right up top and play against these centre halves and let Rodri turn around and worry about you for the last twenty five. So it's it's going to be um it's going to be very, very interesting. Um I think it is a massive game. I don't know if it's a six pointer, but it's a massive game. I agree with Grizz. You go into the if you, even if you draw this one, you go into this going City can't go near you with their game in hand and they'll be trailing and they don't do that well. They simply don't. Um yeah, the last couple of times I've watched City Silva's sat quite deep with uh, with Rodri in the last couple of games, maybe with with this the slight change of style as as you've spoken about. Silva has slat, sat very, very deep at times. Not not his usual position, by the way, because we often see him drifting forward and mm. you know into that old David Silva role, you know, creating from from that midfield position. Um so that's that'll be interesting to see on Sunday if if he does sit that bit more because the last two three games it could, have, seen it could be sat, a protection thing yeah yeah he sat very very deep because obviously Walker scores last weekend I think he scored the goal yeah he did score a goal from um, so the full backs are talking so maybe their role is to split left and right like obviously our own midfielders do um, but Silva has or sorry um, Bernardo Silva has sat quite deep in the last couple of games so might, might be interesting to watch that on Sunday as well yeah, it could be a case of a four-two-three-one for them, and they're letting De Bruyne play centrally with with the lads off either side. But we'll have to wait and see. We have to get, we have to get, um, we have to get some predictions, and we have to. Everybody remember Chris's one because you'll, it'll change by Sunday, and that's how it works. <laughs> but uh, Joe, um, what are you, what are you having on this? Two-one Liverpool. Okay, Chris, what are you having? Two-two. <laughs> Fuck off! Are you serious? Genuinely, genuinely. Oh, for fuck's sake! Right, jeez, um, the splinters in your arse must be unbelievable. Um, <laughs> Gar, what are you having? I'm going with Joe. Two one Liverpool. Okay, um, I'm going four one Liverpool. Oh, yeah. I think I think Grizz said something a few minutes ago. If they go behind, they don't like it. They don't like it. I think the first goal, like Joe says, a lot of weeks for leads. Liverpool get the first one here and Pep has steam coming out of his ears. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Major malfunction, cold red, um, abort mission, get out of here. And I think it could go badly wrong. I think he could panic. And I think, I think, I think if Liverpool are in command of this, and Pep's losing the plot. Jota comes on even earlier than sixty-five because they'll sniff out blood and they go, "Well, hey, I lash him in there yeah. as well." And yeah. let's um, let's absolutely it'd be like someone just going up and cutting all the wires on a fuse board and going, "Let's see what sparks fly here." <laughs> um, I think it could. So I'm going. Uh, Zed has three 0 Liverpool. Sulav has two uh, one Liverpool. Zed says a tr- he reckons a clean sheet. Matt Sweeney says four one Liverpool for him. Also, me and Matt are obviously on the same cans. Um, it's been a brilliant show. Um, I love Friday nights. I love Friday nights uh, talking about the Premier League because there's loads of teams in there that genuinely they do interest me. Um, this week has been a brilliant week for us. I have to be honest with you. We've had loads of shows on, more than we've had in most weeks. We've had pre-game, post-game. Um, we've had the forum. We've had the fatback four. We've had the midweek fix. We've and of course last night, um, the debut of Carnage, which was off the charts good off the charts good like I, I don't even like telling him um, how proud I am of him for that last night but I have to but it was Thanks, absolutely it, it was a, <laughs> no problem son um, like you can have a lend of me car for the weekend um, it, it, it was a sensational Gav, Gav, sorry Gav to the story I've just got a, a text from a Chelsea mate who coaches at a, a my club 
this is quality. Tell us when the next one is on. Subscribe. So there you go, lads. Well, there you go. A lot of subscriptions going on. But listen, as I said, subscribe. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe. Um, share it around with your friends. You know, there's stuff there. Like Joe comes on every Friday and talks about all the Premier League stuff. Loves it. And if you subscribe, I don't think you will unsubscribe because there's loads of stuff there for loads of different people. But the show last night was brilliant. I want to thank um, Grizz for doing it. I am um, first of all, and of course Ransom Bants and um, KG who are excellent, excellent. Leads, um, leads, leads. Is KG. Yeah, he is, he is, he's, and he's a really, really good fella. Um, talks yeah. a lot of sense. And to be honest with you, the feedback has been amazing for it. And um, the amount of people that love it, and um, they love the fact that we're giving them content, but we've added this as well. They, they're like, yeah, this is absolutely amazing. So, um, I just want to, you know, I didn't get a chance to say it last night because I wasn't on the show, but it was absolutely phenomenal from Grizz and the lads last night. And hopefully, um, we'll have another one of them for you soon. Um, with regards to this weekend, we're taking tomorrow off, if that's all right with you. We're going to have a pre-match show uh, with Keith at half past three on Sunday. We will follow that up with the post-match show will be the Fat Back Four at 10 o'clock on Sunday night. And then, of course, we're back into everything again next week. Um, there's been a couple of changes around the LFC Day Trippers. Um, what we're doing, what we're looking to do, what we're looking to do going forward. We will be talking to you about that on Sunday in a little bit more detail. But don't worry, um, all the content that you're getting is all is going to stay there exactly as it is. And you're probably going to get a little bit more on top. So, so um, before we go, Joe, what are you up to for the weekend with all these TV? Uh, we've got a watch along tomorrow, half two. Join us for that and then it'll be post-match. And then on Monday, we do a bit of a review of the game week just gone. So yeah, check it out. All Leeds TV. Good stuff. And uh, at Wayman Joe on Twitter as well. Yeah. Um, Grizz, um, are you doing anything the weekend other than watching Liverpool? Grizz is frozen. Look at him. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I couldn't Were you asleep? You. He's blinking. <laughs> I, was, I was reminiscing. I was reminiscing of El Nino. Oh, right. Okay. I was going to say, um, do, you get, sorry. Do, you, do you get the odd call where they say you wouldn't come in and do a, do a job for us the weekend, would you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My phone's been blinging ever since, mate. Yeah, no worries. And listen, if we, if we can put you back on that um, that um, amateur football map if you need. Um, no, I've retired the, now. Maybe put no. the trippers on the on the maybe put the trippers on the um on, on the, the jerseys, jerseys. Yeah. and um, we get a few hardens for the ground, even though it's Hackney Marshes. But we just put a few hardens around anyway and call it our own. <laughs> I think there's flats over there now. There's not more. <laughs> we play in the flats. We play in the flats. <laughs> I think we'll they've sold out. He sold out. I think they've. I think they have. It was right Chris, behind Leighton Orient. Anybody Chris who wants to know where Hackney Marshes were, they were right behind Leighton Orient. Brisbane Road. Brisbane, Brisbane Road. Road. Yeah. yeah. Chris Very sold the land. It wasn't even his own. He just sold the land to developers. Yeah, Mianco, and, Mianco, Mianco boy, mate. <laughs> and rolled off into the sunset with all the money. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, no, listen, we have to go. Uh, Gar, it's been uh, it's been great, and um, we'll talk to you very soon. Thanks, lads. Good stuff, Grizz. It's been an absolute pleasure again. Talk to you in a bit. Still not answering me, look. Yeah, so lovely. Thank you, thank you. Brilliant no show problem. as usual. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Gar. Thank you, Gav. The attention span Gav, is I just to, Gav, horrendous. I WhatsApped you. I need to go to the toilet. <clears throat> oh, did you? I didn't see it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, do you want to talk really slowly while you're saying goodbye to hang on to Grizz for a few more seconds? Have we got the three goal scorers to do? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, we do. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's amazing. Uh, right. We, 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 uh, the three goal scorers. Who are we having for the weekend, lads? Uh, Gar, I'll go with you first. Uh, I did mine earlier, so I went with Werner, Vardy and Aubameyang. Okay. Joe? Werner, Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Bamford. Okay, 
I'm going to have Son off Spurs. I'm going to have Lacazette for Arsenal. And I'm going to have Marcus Rashford for Manchester United. That's the, that's the three I will have. Uh, let me see. Michael Ramsey is in. Quick super chat before we go. Hope you know now that LFC haven't beaten them at City since 2016. That's absolutely correct. Um, and that just comes on from my point that we go pragmatically to the Etihad, Goodison and Old Trafford. And it looked like we changed that a bit at Everton earlier on the season to, to the, what went on in that game, I suppose, hampered what we are trying to do. But listen, we'll see on Sunday, won't we, Michael? And um, hopefully Liverpool come out with three points because if they deal with the league's over, they might as well just give it to us now. Start handing medals out at Christmas and all. It'll be, it'll be the absolute crack. But um, listen, uh, someone's clipping that as well. Uh, but we don't give a shit. Um, whatever here, that's been the Friday forecast. As I said, please like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, anyone you meet. when you go- And this is the big one. If you're going down to do a big shop at the weekend, a lot of people do on a Saturday if you're just wandering or in the queue just say it to people would you not subscribe and um, it's a good conversation starter so um, they'll think you're a bit weird but listen that's that's all part of the game that's been the Friday forecast over and out okay parachutes ready boy the things I go through to get auto loan rates as slow as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed you are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan aren't you anyone can join PenFed as someone terrified of heights I probably should have looked into that probably drop me off at the shore PenFed Credit Union visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626 advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service to receive any advertised product you must become a member of PenFed insured by NCUA everybody should definitely come to Baltimore we have a way of speaking to each other through food it's really renewed for me my love of what I do it's gonna take something far stronger than a pandemic to defeat us All of these businesses are taking precautions to make sure that everyone is safe. We're ready. See what we've got going on. Plan your visit at Baltimore.org. Sports Social Podcast Network.